Hey everyone, it is another day of God's grace and you have found Alter Echo and that makes me very happy. This is Pastor Andy Smith, St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Let's come into the presence of God together and join our faith. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to this mid-July weekend and Sunday already. Summer is going like a blur, isn't it? As it always does. But these days are beautiful, and it's so good that we can be together. I hope you had a good 4th of July last weekend. We're able to celebrate with whoever you were able to celebrate it with and have a time of joy over our nation and over our freedoms. One thing that occurs to me with Alter Echo is that this is a social media type platform. There are ways that we can respond to each other and know each other as a community on this online portal. And I'm wanting to encourage you this weekend, as we've got a number of these episodes now under our belt and a little community has formed, I want to encourage you to share this with the people in your lives who might need to hear the gospel most. And that might even be people like your kids who aren't attending church very often or as much as you'd like them to. I'm aware that uh, these days are days that are kind of fraught with a a new uh, horizon out there for us as a church community. And church isn't what it was uh, for many people in the past. But this is evangelism. This is the sharing of the good news that you can share with the people in your life. And I'd like to challenge you to forward this on to somebody who either needs it this weekend because they can't get to church or who maybe isn't going to church but could have a new way to have their thoughts provoked by the message of the Bible and the gospel and God. So let's go with that this weekend. And I am so thankful that we are together and that we can continue to grow as a community of faith around the gospel, the good news, and the word of God. Let's get to our lessons for this week. We're starting a brand new series called Revelation, Not Letting the Empire Strike Back. (laughs) And you're going to hear a lot more about that today. It's a five-week series, and today we start at chapter 4 of Revelation. So listen to the passage for today. After this I looked, and there in heaven a door stood open, and the first voice which I had heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there in heaven stood a throne, with one seated on the throne. And the one seated there looks like jasper and carnelian, and around the throne is a rainbow that looks like an emerald. Around the throne are twenty-four thrones, and seated on the thrones are twenty-four elders, dressed in white robes with golden crowns on their heads. Coming from the throne are flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunder, and in front of the throne burning seven flaming torches, which are the seven spirits of God. And in front of the throne, there's something like a sea of glass, like crystal. Around the throne and on each side of the throne are four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature like a lion, the second living creature like an ox, the third living creature with a face like a human face, and the fourth living creature like a flying eagle. And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and inside. Day and night without ceasing, they sing, Holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. 
And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one who is seated on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall before the one who is seated on the throne and worship the one who lives forever and ever. They cast their crowns before the throne, singing, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. Everyone, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now, that was chapter 4, the whole chapter, verses 1 through 11 of Revelation. Just be aware. There's much symbolism here, and we're not meant to figure it all out. But I am aware that eyes, there are so many eyes spoken of in these creatures, in this image. Eyes have to do with faith. Eyes go to our hearts, go to our souls, go to our minds, And vision is faith. Vision is sight of what God has in store for us. Vision is trusting God as our creator. So just be aware of that today. Well, everyone, grace to you and peace from God the Father and from our living Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you ever get excited to worship God, to praise God? Isn't that kind of a funny funny question? But do you? Worship is about the joy of loving God. We all have something different that gets deep down into us and creates a bursting love for God. Some days, it's for me, it's hearing, I therefore declare unto you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. The entire forgiveness? This is how much God will do for me, we realize? How can I not want to just let every bit of praise and worship out of me for that when I know I'm guilty or afraid I've finally blown it for the last time? Some days, it's just singing at the top of my lungs, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, early in the morning our song shall rise to thee. The fact that we get to be in the presence of the Holy One, the creator of everything, including us, is simply remarkable. I mean, who are we? Some days, it is realizing again, the story of God includes us. The prodigal son who is welcomed home with joy and love, this is God welcoming us as people, even when we've wasted it all. Or that one lost sheep who God searches for, never giving up, you know, until God finds that lost one. This is, this is God cradling you in his arms and bringing you home. Or the lamb on the throne, the Christ on the cross, who gives it all for us. This is God taking our place in our death. Again, who are we? Well, we are the beloved. We and everyone and everything in the creation we are part of are the objects of God's affection more than anything else. God tells us 
the central truth and promise of the story of God every single Sunday. And in the grand message of the Bible, from the miraculous, beautiful beginning in the Garden of Eden, all the way through the raw twists and turns of the mountains and valleys of our real lives lived, to the final promised garden again in Revelation of life bursting forth as God's gift to us and God's healing of everything that has been broken or hurt or damaged or is irreparable in this life. And then God whispers this to us in the quietest moments when we search for him with our questions and doubts and mysteries and and even our times of wondering if we really truly believe in him. You are my beloved. You are the apple of my eye. You are my creation. And everything I have made, including you, is good. In fact, very good. So, What makes you most excited and grateful and joyful to want to worship God? Well, this is what this fourth chapter of Revelation is about. If you walk away with anything today, as we start this little five-part series of messages on the last and, (laughs) and probably most confusing book of the entire Bible, remember this. Revelation is about faith being able to overcome every challenge of our lives. Revelation, the book of Revelation, is about faith being able to overcome every challenge of our lives, period. How could this be so? Because we are the objects of God's affection. It's it's indisputable and unconditional. When in the closing book of God's story and message to us, some of the very first words are, to him who loves us, loves us, present tense and always, and has freed us from our sins by his blood, to him be glory forever and ever. Amen when those are some of the first words of the last book of the Bible that God leaves with us last, worship and praise and faith is our most appropriate response to God, who alone will love us beyond everything, even overcoming every challenge of this life with us. No empire, no tyrant on a throne or in a government, No pain, no self-doubt, no challenger, no threat or intimidation can ever strike back at us and defeat us. Nope. God won't allow it. God will always have the last word, and that word will always be, you are my beloved. You are the apple of my eye. So, also right in the beginning of the last book of the Bible, the writer of Revelation says in verse 10 10 of chapter 2, B 
be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Our most appropriate response to God is joyful, grateful worship of him and praise. More than anything else, when we get together, our fellowship and our church services, your church services, wherever you go to church and are, are meant to be chiefly about being filled with praise for God and joy over being children of God, God's beloved, the objects of God's affection and the apples of God's eye. Revelation, this book, is about faith in this and about faith in God helping us overcome every challenge of our lives. Don't forget this now in these next five weeks when we encounter crazy images that will initially confuse you about what this book is about. All the crazy images, the violent and seemingly painful ones especially, are meant to illuminate your mind about how an empire out there, an empire run by the power mongers of life, and the greedy, couldn't care less ones toward the people of this world or even the health of our planet, and the ones who will lie and cheat and steal and violate people in order to get everything for themselves, how that empire always is there and wants to strike back at the good and the honest and the faithful ones of us. It was there in the first century when John was writing Revelation, and that empire was Caesar and the so-called Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> Not very holy. But it was also all of the unnamed co-conspirators in the same scheme of getting everything they could for themselves too. And it's here in 2021 also in the form of everyone who has power and doesn't really give a rip at all about the health of the world or your own life and health or the common good and the long-term future for as many people as possible, ultimately. That's today's empire. There are always the Darth Vaders out there who have sold their souls and gone over to the dark side. And if they need to, They'll try to win you over and take you down also to stay in power for themselves. But John writes to seven actual church congregations, just like this one here or the one you belong to. This time in the, Ro in the Roman Empire, in the first century, in the first three chapters prior to today's reading in chapter 4. And John says to all of them in their own unique settings, you are God's church. You have got a story to tell that is one of hope and faith in God being victorious over the empires of life. You can't blow it here and just assimilate into the empire or succumb to the threats of life. Why? Because the future needs you. The future, including us now in 2021, needs to see you putting all your faith in God 
and see you living as God blesses you to live in the face of an emperor who wants you to worship him instead of God. And to see you letting God transform you and fill you with more and more faith and more and more strength to be disciples of Christ in the world and more and more worship and praise for God to fill your hearts and to have it spill over to fill our hearts now also. You are God's church. You are now the book of faith that people get to read and see, especially when life gets confusing and people start to doubt that God exists and people cry out with a need for real hope that God not only is here, but that God actually loves them. You, my friends, are the Luke Skywalkers and the Han Solos and the Princess Leias who believe and trust and fight for and know that the empire always must be challenged. So it can't strike back at people and it can't take away their faith or their hope or their joyful worship and praise of the God who so lovingly created them and loves them forever and rejoices over them, over you and me forever. You are the church for that. During the last visit I had with my grandmother, my dad's mom, back in the 80s, my lasting memory of her before I kissed her goodbye was her saying, I love my Lord. She lived her whole life with a rare form of debilitating and very painful osteoporosis. Through all that suffering and challenge, her faith still caused her to say, I love my Lord. Today, Revelation is about God who sees everyone, including you, as God's beloved. And then our faith in our loving God, being able to overcome every challenge of our lives everyone, and hopefully cause us to say as well, I love my Lord in glorious worship of our God and Savior. Don't ever forget this. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. 
Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.